Hello and welcome to the Art of Health podcast, where we dive deep into the art of unlocking your true potential and transforming your health, aesthetics, and performance. I'm your host, Marie Steffen, health and fitness coach with over a decade of experience in this field. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my personal best tips, valuable insights, and the wisdom gained from coaching thousands of people just like you. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of What Would Marie Do? in which I'm giving my best advice to one of my listeners' questions that might also apply to you. Because my goal is that every one of you reaches your fitness goals in the smartest way. Like in every second episode of this format, I will read the message first and get into the exact steps that I recommend for this person after. For today, I chose Sonja's question, which is... Hey Marie, I'm holding on to stubborn belly fat on the lower abs area since my pregnancy, which is now 13 months ago. I'm 168 centimeters tall and weigh 57 kilos, which fluctuates plus or minus 2 kilos. I'm doing strength training almost every second day and notice consistent progress. On rest days, I do 10 to 12 minutes of stability, including exercises for my core, and pelvic floor. I love to do a CrossFit workout at the weekend, which I've been integrating for many years. My goal is to get back to my level before my pregnancy. I'm doing 10 to 15,000 steps a day and I'm eating 1900 calories, 40 to 50 grams of fat, 140 to 150 grams of protein and the rest carbs. Unfortunately, I've not been able to sleep through the whole night for over a year and feel hormonally controlled regarding my eating behavior. This leads me to eating two to three chocolate bars at once. My goal is to get lean to 16% body fat once in my life, but I just can't get rid of my little belly. It feels as if the pregnancy left a footprint on my belly. I've always been in really good shape before the pregnancy, but I have never reached my dream of getting a defined six-pack. At this point, I don't know how to reach my goal. Thanks for your content, especially on YouTube. Please continue like that. All the best, Sonja. First, Sonja, thank you so much for your trust and for sharing your story with us. From experiences with other clients, friends and family members, I know how hard and challenging it can be to go through the changes in your body that come with being pregnant and after pregnancy. And many women can relate to your situation. Being sleep deprived is just another challenge that comes with having a baby and it definitely affects your hunger and satiety levels as well as your cortisol, which in turn impacts your insulin levels. Sleep is a huge topic I'm talking about very often. So we want to ensure you do everything possible to get the most out of it. But as a new mom, especially if you're breastfeeding, this is something you might not able to change much right now. That's why I want to go through the steps that you can change and are in control of to get the body you want and feel your best at. Before we get into the four steps for you, Sonia, I would like to take a moment to express my gratitude for my partner, AG1. Over the past three years, AG1 has become an integral part of my morning routine and I genuinely look forward to it each day. 
My journey with AG1 began when I was on the quest for a truly foundational supplement that not only tasted great, but also offered convenience without the need for swallowing pills. I was seeking a high quality product that could provide me with all the essential nutrients to kickstart my day feeling at my best. That's when I discovered AG1, a science-driven blend of vitamins, minerals, good bacteria, antioxidants, and whole food sourced ingredients. After personally experiencing the remarkable benefits of AG1, I'm thrilled to have them as a sponsor of this podcast. So my morning ritual involves mixing AG1 with a scoop of chocolate protein powder and cold water. And because I'm such a routine person, but my husband and I travel quite frequently, I ensure to carry AG1 with me wherever I go. It gives me the confidence that I'm supporting my energy, metabolism, focus and oxidative stress resilience of my cells. And for my listeners and viewers, I have a special offer. You can access AG1 along with free AG1 travel packs and vitamin D3 and K2 drops through the link provided in the top right corner of this video or in the description and show notes of the audio podcast. Vitamin D plus K is particularly valuable during those darker days when we don't receive as much sunlight. And additionally, AG1 is suitable for a wide range of dietary preferences, including vegan, gluten-free, egg-free, sugar-free, nut-free and dairy-free diets. So you can enjoy its benefits knowing it aligns with your dietary choices. So now back to today's topics and we will dive into the four steps for you, Sonia, to achieve your goal physique and to remove your cravings. The first step is to acknowledge what your body just has gone through. You gave birth to a new human being just 13 months ago. Pregnancy and bringing a baby to life means immense energy and changes for your body. It took nine months to create the baby and now you go through the hormone cocktail that Mother Earth is providing you with to take care of the baby. This shows the strength and miracles that your body is capable of. And I think it is very, very important to remind yourself of this, especially for someone like you who has always been sporty and very conscious of her body because you're used to function and look a certain way. And when this is not the case anymore, it can be very frustrating and a little bit confusing. But if you realize what your body just did, you are able to remove the pressure of looking a certain way as quickly as possible. The pressure will only increase stress, cortisol and the urge to eat chocolate. So again, step one is to take the pressure out and celebrate the strength and miracles of your body in the past one and a half years. See your body how it is now as a strength. This little leftover pregnancy belly represents the hard work of your body. It shows your strength, your love and your body's capacity. And I want you to go into a mindset of appreciation to remove the pressure, urgency and scarcity mindset. We function much better, are more consistent and act in alignment with our goals from a positive and thankful place. And I don't want to sound like as if this would be easy. 
I know I haven't gone through pregnancy yet, so I don't have the full perspective of what you are going through. But I do know that forcing your body is the enemy to get to where you want. Step number two is remove the calorie peaks, aka remove the urge to eat two to three chocolate bars at a time. As you told me in our back and forth texting via email, you're not able to eat 1900 calories consistently at the moment. This shows that 1900 calories are simply too little for you right now and cause you to overeat on certain days. Especially if you're breastfeeding, a deficit can be dangerous because it is very unpredictable how much energy your body needs on that day. That's why I recommend you testing being on a higher average calorie intake, roughly 2200 calories daily to avoid accumulating extreme cravings. And step number three is identify the triggers of binge eating. Sleep is one component, but it seems like this occurs only on certain days. We need to analyze this more and determine the root cause of the urge to eat that chocolate. So ask yourself, what else happened on those days or the day before? Have you been more stressed? Did you skip a meal or were you waiting too long for the next meal? Did you eat enough fiber which keeps your blood sugar stable? Did you drink enough water which can be also mistaken for hunger? Did you consume more coffee, which leads to cortisol spikes and therefore can affect insulin, the hormone that regulates your blood sugar? Did you restrict sugar for many days so that the cravings increase? All these questions can tell you a lot about why your cravings occur. So write a food journal where you make notes of these factors and write down the intensity of cravings on a scale from one, no cravings at all, up to 10, I couldn't stop eating chocolate. And then you make notes about your water consumption, coffee, fiber intake, meal frequency, mental challenges during the day, type of workouts you did, and so many more information that are important to figure this out. This allows you to make sense of your cravings and see the primary triggers that cause them. On a general note, I think it is completely fine to incorporate chocolate and sweets into your diet and I'm not a fan of restricting it completely. So check as well how your relationship is with sweets or chocolate. How do you see this food as something that is forbidden? Then this is something you should work on as well because the more we restrict something the more we want it. But in reality, you can eat anything you want in the world and you still can achieve your dream physique. But where it becomes a problem is when it is getting excessive or if you use food to compensate emotions with or other things that are triggering you in this moment. In that case, it might be better for you right now to remove the triggers of binging those foods in step one. So don't even buy it or have it at home. And once you don't overeat on chocolate anymore and feel kind of stable, you can practice including those foods in small amounts without having to eat a full bar or package of something. And then in step four, when you feel very stable with your food intake, you have a regular routine and you don't experience these extreme cravings anymore, you can test another small deficit with diet breaks to minimize excessive hunger levels. For those of you who have never heard of diet breaks, 
diet breaks are important to counteract negative metabolic adaptations that the caloric deficit can induce. During a diet break, we will increase your calories up to maintenance, which means you can relax a little bit, eat out if you want and refill your energies to continue with the deficit afterward. In general, you can think of plus 250 to 350 calories from your deficit. But you can plan diet breaks in your weekly check-ins in the DRF Health app as well and your coach will adjust your calorie intake automatically up to maintenance. But consider that a diet break is not a cheat week. To expect the best results you should still track your calorie intake even during a diet break with an accuracy of 80 to 90% to reach your goal. Sonia, I hope this was helpful to you. Keep me posted on your journey. And remember you and every other mom who tries to do it all, work, kids, training and eating well, you are already crushing it. So I'm super excited to hear from you. And I'm sure you will get your dream physique when you stick to those things, when you are a little bit more patient, when you trust your body, and when you just keep doing the right things and not the most restrictive or extreme things. And as we wrap up this episode, I'm super excited to share some amazing news with all of you who are dedicated to achieving your aesthetic health and performance goals. Because if you have been considering a more personalized approach to your fitness journey, I have an exciting opportunity for you introducing my exclusive one-on-one -on -one coaching program designed to provide you with the individualized support and guidance you've been looking for. If you are ready to work closely with me in 2024 to reach your unique goals, you can secure your spot on my waitlist in the description below this video or in the show notes of the audio version of this podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcast or any other platform that you're listening to. I'll get in touch with you soon to let you know if you have secured a spot and even if all the one-on-one -on -one coaching spots are filled, don't worry, being on the waitlist is still worthwhile as you will receive a special offer to my workout app instead. That's it for today's What Would Marie Do episode. If any other listeners have questions or need assistance, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am always loving to give my advice here for free on this podcast as well. Just send me an email to mail at mariesteffen.com and send me your question with the subject, what would Marie do? And I might share my personal best advice for you in one of my upcoming episodes. And if this one was helpful for you, then copy the link to share it with your bestie, family member or person that you know would benefit from it. Because by sharing this podcast and by subscribing to this channel, you support me more than you could imagine. That being said, stay strong, healthy and flexible and I see you in the next one.